and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I'm your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, a magical week, and hope everything's going good with you guys. We're back with another episode. I have a coffee hot and ready, ready to talk some Disney. Um, If you're a returning listener, you guys know how this goes. If you're a new listener, welcome. Welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy it. Um, You know, it's going to be just me talking some Disney. Maybe some venting, some complaining, some telling jokes, making fun of myself. Probably all of the above, but I hope you enjoy it. Um, If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today. It's all one word. You know, there you can reach me. You can shoot me a DM. My DMs are always open. I love just talking about Disney. If you have any questions, suggestions for the show, um, topic ideas, segment ideas, uh, or you just want to, you know, talk some Disney news, some Disney rumors, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, uh, shoot me a message. Uh, I respond to all of them. Um, you know, I'm just, you know, just a normal guy who likes to talk Disney. And uh, if you guys can do me a huge favor, wherever you're listening to this, subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, if it lets you leave a rating, five stars would be great. If you're listening on your iPhone, your iPad, your Apple laptop, you know, whatever it may be, head over to my podcast page on the podcast app there. Uh, and if you leave me a rating and a review there, it really helps, really helps the algorithm. Uh, I'm just trying to get some more some more listens. I want people to hear this podcast. Um if you write me a review, whether it's good or bad or average, I'll uh, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. I love reading those. They you know especially when they're they're good ones. Uh, you know keeps me going, uh, helps me you know remind myself to keep grinding, keep getting these episodes out. Um, you know it's I, I I love doing this podcast. I look forward to recording each and every episode. I look forward to. You know, kind of doing my research and my like pre-show notes, if that makes sense. Um, you know, I've I've talked about it probably in every episode. When I was in school, I used to you know kind of, you know, kind of fade off and, and daydream or whatever. And I would always go to the back of my notebook and I would make lists, lists and, and rankings. Um, it would be a wide variety of topics, but a lot of the times it was Disney, and I would make top ten lists. I would you know, write down stuff I want to bring for my trip. I would, you know, write ideas for videos. I would do all of those things all the time in school. So, and so when I kind of sit down and kind of do my prep work for the podcast episode, I kind of do the same thing. I sit down with a pen and paper and I write down what the topic is, what I'm going to talk about, you know, what certain things I want to talk about. Um, I look forward to that, you know, it's uh, kind of an escape for me. Um, and that's, you know, I, I'm sure some of you guys can relate. You know, Disney is an escape for you guys as well. And that's why I do this podcast. I hope, you know, while you listen to it, it, it can kind of, you know, help you throughout your day, whether you're missing Disney, whether you're, you know, stressed from work or home life or whatever it may be. I hope uh, you can listen to this and kind of go to your happy place temporarily. Last week's episode was a fun one. Last week, we talked about the top 10 best attractions to ride at night. Um, after I got to say, so after I uploaded it and, uh, I listened back a little bit, I forgot to put test track on my top 10, didn't I? Um, test track probably would have been in the higher ranking, maybe 10 or nine, something around there. Uh, just for the fact, you know, you're only outside for that one part and, um, it's pretty cool. Like when those doors open, it's summer, it's nighttime. 
I think it's pretty cool. So it probably should have made probably should have made the top 10 maybe over Slinky Dog. Uh, if not, it definitely should have been an honorable mention, but I think it was a pretty solid episode nonetheless. Uh, I think I, uh, I got some messages about how you guys uh, agreed with a lot of them, especially um, Splash Mountain. I want to give a shout out to on Instagram, Mr. Tom Morrow. Uh, we were talking back and forth on uh, on Instagram. We were messaging, and uh, he said, uh, you know, he he can relate to Splash Mountain as well. Like going on it at night uh, when we were younger, you know, riding it at night, riding it during extra magic hours, um, you know, and and that boarding area where you get into the boats. Like you look up, there's you know, you're outside. It's pretty cool. It's pretty underrated. I'm so glad to hear that some of you guys can relate to my list and, you know, my memories. It's, that's pretty cool to me that my memories of, you know, being a kid at Walt Disney World, like, you guys have, like, similar memories. That's so cool to me that we can kind of relate on that level. But it was a fun episode. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, it's available everywhere you find your podcasts. And I think it was a solid one. Definitely, if you uh, if you love top ten lists, it's a fun one for sure. But today don't have a top 10 list. Today we're talking about my favorite Walt Disney World myths. Now, if you guys are like me, you've spent your whole life, you know, loving Disney. Throughout your years, you've probably heard some Disney trivia, facts, um, all these like random facts, strange facts, myths, like all of the above. Um, a lot of times we don't know like what's true, what's not true. Uh, I know for me as a kid, um, you know, we, you'd always hear things like, uh, we'll get into it, but you would hear things about Disney and you just kind of assume they were true or you thought it was, you know, fake or whatever it may be. Um, you know, and, and we would always go to, um, like the bookstore before each vacation, like when I was a kid and, um, my mom would let me pick out a book for, for the trip, mostly for the plane ride. And a lot of times, like we would look at all the Disney books and there would always be like, you know, Disney World trivia or Disney World facts. There was always like a book like that we'd always used to love. So uh, that kind of got me thinking, you know, there's everyone loves their Disney World trivia and their Disney World facts. Let's talk some Disney World myths. I think this could be a fun one. Uh, we're going to dive into it. I think that's pretty much all I have for this intro. So here we go. Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board! So I've talked about it a lot on the podcast. When I was a kid, you know, all the way up until I was about 13 or 14 years old, I would go to Disney on vacation with my entire family. It was me, my sister, my parents, my aunt and her two kids, my two cousins, and then my grandma and grandpa. So there was nine of us total, um, and we would all go down to Disney together. It was a, it was such a fun time, all my favorite memories. And, um, you know, when we were there, we would rent one of those. It was an Astrovan. I believe it was like a Chevy Astrovan, it was called. You know, one of those big, giant minivans, pretty much. So when we were in Disney, you know, going either to the hotel or to the parks or, you know, we would drive off grounds a lot to eat. That was like the main thing, uh, you know, to, with nine people to save money. You know, we would travel, you know, a few minutes away and, uh, you know, eat off Disney property just to save a few bucks. 
So we spent a lot of time, all of us together, you know, with nine people, two different families. You know, it's kind of hard to uh, spend a lot of time actually all together in the same place. Uh, but we would do that. We would, you know, we'd be in the car a lot together. For a while, we had the, you know, depending on where we stayed, we'd, we'd get the rooms that were next to each other with the, the connecting door in the middle. And then towards the end, we would stay at Old Key West. So we were together a lot. And my family, my dad, but more importantly, my grandpa was a big fan of storytelling. He loved to tell stories and talk about things that have happened. And you could never tell, you know, what was true, what wasn't, but he loved to exaggerate. So a a super simple, um, boring story he could turn into a huge event and he was like that not just, you know, in Disney or about Disney. He was like that in general. You know, something simple about, you know, he could walk to the store and see a dog. Um, he could turn that into the craziest, most interesting story you've ever heard. And why I bring this up is because when I was a kid um, at Disney, sometimes things would come up um, that my, my dad or my grandpa would tell us that we thought were true. Um, and that got me thinking about, like, Disney World myths and stuff like that but I wanted to talk about some personal ones first like I remember staying at Port Orleans it was called Dixie Landings at the time it was called Dixie Landings and I believe one of the one of the sections of the resort was called Alligator Bayou if that sounds right I'm pretty sure that's what it was called and as a kid it it seemed like it was a lot of there was like a lot of trees and bushes and dark like, it looked like a bayou. Like, I was scared of alligators. I thought there would be alligators everywhere. But that's not what I was mostly afraid of. My grandpa told me, my sister, and my cousins, when we were there, when we were staying there, that there was a Bigfoot-like creature that was spotted close, <laughs> close to where we were staying at Dixie Landings. And this terrified us. Now, he didn't call it a Bigfoot. He called it Stink Bear. Now, I think if you actually Google it, um, it, it's been documented before. People think they've seen something called a stink bear down in Florida, which is pretty much just like a, a Bigfoot-type creature that I think just smells. Um, but I'm probably like seven or eight years old at the time, and my grandpa is telling us how they spotted this Bigfoot creature, and it could be you know at our resort, like hiding in the trees. or like It looked like, I don't know, I'm eight years old. A few trees here and there and some bushes at night seems like a forest to me. So the whole time we stayed there, I was terrified that there was a Bigfoot creature just lurking around. The entire time. I remember two specific things. One time, um, we were in our room. We had the connecting rooms. And my parents like went to the food court. And they left the, the, the door to the hotel room like open. I remember freaking out and trying to close and lock the door because there was a stink bear outside that I was scared was going to come in. Um, I remember specifically, too, sitting in bed uh, watching uh, watching the resort TV, and there was, like, a cartoon with either, like, Donald or Goofy. It was, like, one of those classic Disney cartoons. And in the episode, like, the characters were either had some sort of gun and were either hunting or something. Like, now this is, like, 1997, so you <laughs> they... They didn't care about uh, having cartoons with guns. And um, I remember sitting in the bed, I can still picture this, and thinking to myself, if there's a Bigfoot out there, Donald would protect us. <laughs> and uh, 
that's my eight-year-old brain for you. And I've, you know, talked about how I have a really good memory. And I still remember that. I remember being terrified that there was a stink bear specifically hiding and lurking around the Dixie Landings Resort. So that was something that always had stuck in my head. And that's my grandpa, you know, telling stories and uh, trying to exaggerate on things for sure. But that got me thinking, you know, what are some some popular Disney World myths? I'm sure I'm the only one who in 1997 was terrified of a stink bear um, walking around Dixie Landing. So let's go, let's go through some of the more popular ones that you've probably heard of. So the first one that comes to mind, you know, maybe if you're my age and stuff, you probably, you know, obviously it's not true. But when you were younger, maybe you believed it. The Haunted Mansion is actually haunted. Now, again, maybe this is my family exaggerating on stories or just making things up to mess with our imaginations. But when I was younger, I was convinced that the Haunted Mansion was actually haunted. My parents, you know, especially like when you're in line and you're going through the pre-ride, you know, experience with the stretching room and everything, it looks and feels like a haunted mansion. And I don't know if it was in, in a book or, or just the storytelling or what it was, but I just assumed that the Haunted Mansion was actually haunted. And when I got older, um, I remember my cousin who, you know, he had some friends who were cast members and worked there and they would tell stories about how, you know, some of them were afraid to work the attraction like after closing. Um, they would ask to switch shifts. They refused to like clean it and stuff while, you know, the lights were off. They would have to have the lights on because they would hear things. They would see things. You know, animatronics would turn on when they weren't supposed to turn on. Like, I've heard other people talk about, uh, you know, the Haunted Mansion being haunted for real. Um, but whether you believe in ghosts or not, that's up to you. But I always felt like uh, that was a popular one that maybe other people believed or had heard uh, as well. You know, and who's to say that, it, you know, maybe it is actually haunted. But uh, that's one that I think you can kind of debate whether you believe in ghosts or not. But another one I think that was pretty popular. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure some of you guys would have heard this as well. There was always a big rumor uh, myth that Cinderella's castle could be um, kind of dismantled or taken apart in the case of like a, a pretty strong hurricane. Now, I don't remember where this one you know, would have surfaced, but I've, I remember reading about this or hearing about this in like one of those Disney books or somewhere like that, that when they built it, they kind of built it like, um, like puzzle pieces almost so that, you know, obviously Florida gets a lot of storms, they get hurricanes, it rains every single day. And so if they had a pretty bad hurricane that was coming ahead in their direction, you know, strong winds... You don't want to get. You don't want to see Cinderella's castle get destroyed. You know they don't want that. They would be able to like dismantle it, like in sections and in pieces, uh, to prevent you know damage from hurricanes. Now, if you look it up and you kind of just walk around it, and you know, as as maybe because I'm older now, you can kind of see that that's not true. And we've had hurricanes in the past, especially in recent memory. You know they've gotten some bad ones. And obviously they didn't just take apart the castle like in a bunch of, you know, sections like puzzle pieces. Um, it was actually probably built with like super high hurricane standards there in Florida. I'm pretty sure, you know, they have to be able to withstand certain winds. Um, but I'm pretty confident that the myth, 
that you could like take apart the castle uh, was a popular popular one for a long time. And you know, it, it's somewhat believable. You can think, hey, it's Disney. You know, they can probably design and build something that can easily come apart. But if you look it up, if you kind of just look at it, you kind of realize, hey, you know what? That's probably not the case. It's probably fine there in Central Florida uh, dealing with some winds. Here's another one. Again, I'm pretty sure is a popular one. I, I'm pretty sure it's not just my family. This one, I don't want to get morbid. But for the longest time, I believed that no one had ever died at Walt Disney World. Now, hear me out. I am someone who, I'm a bit of a worrier. I, you know, I think about things. I, I, I've had, my first ever panic attack was on Mission Space. Um, so I worry about going on rides and something happening to me. I've thought about that countless times. You know, you know when I was a kid, obviously I didn't care. Uh, but as I've gotten older, I, you know, worry, I think about certain things. I'm like, oh, you see those warning signs and it's like, oh God, like what if I have an underlying heart condition I don't know about, you know? And so when I got into like my teenage years, I just remember my parents always saying that, you know, no one had ever died at Disney. And so when I would go on these rides and get scared, I would always just tell myself and think in my head, oh, I'll be okay because no one has ever died here. That's, you know, if you've followed Disney and you've been a big fan for years, you know that unfortunately accidents have happened, you know, whether it's, you know, people with underlying conditions that go on rides or just things happening, health risks. Um, and if you, if you, you know, paid attention to the news, like stuff has happened at Disney. Um, it, it's nice to think about and it's nice to, you know, it's something that's comforting. Uh, you know, if I was a parent and my child was worried, maybe that's something I would tell them. Like, you don't have to worry. It's Disney. You know, and again, it makes sense. It's a magical place. Nothing bad can happen here. Um, you know, unfortunately, that's not the case. And I'm pretty sure that was a, a common misconception for a long time that no one had ever, you know, passed away at a Disney park. Um, now with the internet, social media, when stuff happens, you hear about it instantly. But for me, for, for a, a stretch of time there, a few years, like that was, that's what I needed to hear. I needed to hear that nothing bad could happen to me from going on, you know, a, a roller coaster or, you know, something like that. So pretty sure that was a pretty common myth. Uh, and all these ones I go through too, if you guys, if if you've heard them before, if you haven't, if you think, you know, if you have some thoughts, shoot me a DM on Instagram because I, I'm really curious how many of these, uh, you guys remember or remember hearing, or maybe your family told you as well. Uh, I'd be interested to hear, um, how many of us like heard the same things growing up. So this next myth, I guarantee all of you guys have heard of because this one has gotten really popular on the internet and memes. The myth that if you shout Andy is coming around a Toy Story character in the parks, they will fall to the ground and pretend they're, you know, motionless like a toy. Now this one I had to do some digging because this one I remember I remember exactly where I saw it. It it became a meme. Online, Instagram, Twitter within the last probably, you know, six to eight years, there was a meme going around that if you shouted, Andy's coming, you know, around Woody or Buzz or some of the other characters, they would fall to the ground, um, 
you know, like, like in the movie where Andy's coming, they all stop talking, they fall to the ground, they're motionless, so that Andy just thinks that they're toys. And this one's interesting. This one's definitely interesting. This one, of what I've kind of read and heard, now it's, it's hard to get an exact answer, but at one point in time, it does sound like this was true. Now, I don't think it was every single character. I don't think, you know, 15 years ago, you could just walk up to Woody or Buzz at any point and say Andy's coming and they would fall. But I do believe that it had happened at least once or a few times where it caught on. You know, it's pro- it probably stemmed from a cast member live reacting to a guest. You know, guest, maybe a kid shouted, Andy's coming, you know, and they fell to the ground and it was, you know super believable like oh my gosh like just like in the movie but something like this like once it gets out there once it becomes super popular once it becomes a meme once you're a meme there's no going back so once that happens it's you know it's just impossible for them to continue to do to do that and that's something that may have happened a few times you know even before it became popular on the internet it might have happened a few times and a disney official or manager could have been like hey i know that's you know cool um, and it makes sense, but you can't do it because either safety issues or costume issues. Like I'm sure maybe it happened to like Woody. I doubt the Buzz Lightyear character, whoever was in that, whatever cast member, they probably physically couldn't fall to the ground and like get back up by themselves. So that makes me wonder if it even really happened, but maybe like Woody, maybe they could, maybe like the cast member with them, like help them get up. I do think it happened at least once, though, for this to kind of become a thing. Um, you know, and this was a meme that took on a life of its own. I remember seeing it for the first time and thinking to myself, wow, this is really cool. Like, if you shout, Andy's coming, they'll fall to the ground. And it's when you step back and kind of think about it for a second, you're like, wait a minute. I don't think that's true. It sounds great. It sounds believable. It sounds like something Disney would do to kind of go that extra mile and make you know, make these characters actually seem real, you know, to kids and seem believable. It's just something, it's impossible. You'd, you'd have guests every 30 seconds yelling, Andy's coming. And, you know, it, you just can't, you just can't do it. And with the costumes, especially like Buzz, like even Woody, like if you fall to the ground and your, your head pops off, then what? Then you have traumatized kids or what if the cast member hurts themselves or falls on a kid? Uh, you just can't have it. But I, I guarantee this one you've heard of, this is a popular one because it became a meme and it's it was all over Instagram and Twitter for a while there but this one definitely unfortunately is no longer true if it even ever was this next myth i can kind of see where it came from the myth that walt had an apartment in cinderella's castle now this one i believe probably came from the fact that walt did have an apartment at disneyland uh, i believe on main street i think it was like above like the fire station there Um, You know, obviously it makes a little more sense. Walt was alive uh, during the construction and building and planning of Disneyland. You know, maybe he had an apartment in there because he was always there and had to stay there. You know, he spent a lot of his time there, so why not have an apartment put in? But at Walt Disney World, unfortunately, Walt passed away before it was even, you know, completed. Before it was even started, um, for the most part. And Roy did a lot of the work. Um, But for a long time, there was a myth that he had an apartment in Cinderella's castle because they did kind of built like that suite into the castle. Even before it became public 
you could like stay there, you know. Um, I believe it was there before then. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was. And again, it's one of those I remember being a kid and my parents telling me about. I remember, you know, being maybe 10 or 11 years old and my, you know, my sister got one of those toy telescopes from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride um, in the souvenir shop after the ride. And I remember we were so pumped because we thought now we can see into Walt's apartment in the castle. So we, we took her telescope and we went like on main street and we're trying to look in through one of the, you know, the Cinderella castle windows windows to see if we could see inside. Uh, but you know, like I said, even as a kid, I remember hearing about it. Um, it's kind of one of those things that people get confused, Disneyland, Disney world, you know, it makes sense because there's a, you know, there's a hotel suite inside the castle. Um, but, you know, like I said, Walt unfortunately didn't make it, so it would make no sense uh, for them to have an apartment for him inside Cinderella's castle. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This next one is one I thought was true probably up until the last few years. Uh, and it does have a little truth to it. It's not a big one, uh, but it has to do with the contemporary resort and its construction. So for the longest time, um, there was a myth that when they built the contemporary, they they literally built and filled every single room they put in the carpeting they put in the furniture the beds everything and then they just kind of slid it into place like a almost like jenga blocks um into like the a-frame structure and now there's some truth to this in that that's kind of how they built um the resort but just minus all the furniture so i don't know maybe that that's probably where it comes from um, you know, they, they pre-built like the rooms and kind of placed them in. Uh, but the rumor for the longest time was that they actually like put in all the furniture and stuff, you know, <laughs> into those rooms first, you know, and then kind of slid it into place. Um, this is what I remember my dad even telling me, uh, you know, he was so, he thought it was so cool. Like dads love like trivia. And I think Disney dads especially love Disney trivia. Um, so this one would come up a lot. And he would he would always be like, oh, you know, when they built it, they uh, they built each each room, uh, you know, and, and then just kind of slid it into place. And I always thought that one was really cool, and it made sense because, in in a way, they did do that, you know. It, but it was just like the foundation of the rooms, you know. It wasn't the act. They didn't have beds, you know, super glued to the floor and then slid them into place. You know, they kind of put the foundation in that way, and then obviously went in afterwards and. You know, put in the carpeting and all the furniture and stuff. But that one I remember uh, hearing about, and I always thought it was cool to think about. And I, it wasn't until like the last few years, uh, I think on a podcast, um, it might have been WDW Radio. He did a show about like five things that were true and five things that weren't true about Disney. And I think that was one of them. And I was crushed. And I didn't even have the heart to tell my dad because sometimes he still brings it up. And I just play along because I don't want to crush him. That's like his favorite, one of his favorite uh, Disney trivia facts. Um, but I, thought, I always thought that one was cool. And uh, I'm wondering if you guys 
uh, heard that one as well. Another myth maybe you haven't heard of, maybe you have, this one takes place at the Magic Kingdom, that the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction is haunted by a ghost named George. Now this one I totally forgot about. I was doing some research, you know, Googling some articles, and this one popped up a couple times and it sparked my memory. I've heard this one uh, from my friend who was a cast member. Back in the day, he told me, this is probably, you know, 10 years ago or so. He was telling me how um, he believed and other cast members believed that, uh, you know, the Pirate's Ride was haunted by a ghost named George. And that when you work there at night and when it's closing, like, you have to say goodnight to George. Otherwise, you know, it's like bad luck or something. So anytime he would work there, you know, when they're closing up and leaving for the night, they would all just kind of yell, goodnight, George. Uh, and they would all do that. And he told me that, you know, there would there would be like weird things that would happen, like kind of like how I described Haunted Mansion, like lights would turn on and off or animatronics would go on and off. Um, he said something happened. I see again, I don't know if he was telling the truth or what, but he said one of the times like, they were leaving their shift and like one of the one of the other cast members didn't say goodnight to George and then like that night or like the next morning they broke their arm and they believed it was because they didn't say goodnight to George and just that Disney cast member um, uh, superstition I guess is what it would be but definitely I've heard this one before this is one you probably don't know unless maybe you've been a cast member or you know someone who's a cast member because I don't know how this one you know, would kind of get to the public and it's more of like a thing for cast members. And I remember after he told me, I was probably, I was older, you know, I didn't, but I was still, every time I, I ride the attraction, I'm kind of like looking out of the corner of my eyes. Like, I wonder if this place is actually haunted or not. But if it is, if it isn't, I don't know, it's still pretty cool. Um, so if you do ever work there or maybe on your next trip when you're leaving, uh, say goodnight to George. Another myth that comes up a lot if you just simply Google like Walt Disney World myths has to do with like Walt Disney and where he's his body is or where he's buried like a bunch of sites will have like listed as their myths that uh that Walt Disney you know his body's at underneath the Magic Kingdom or at Epcot or you know and I don't understand why that would become a myth because anyone who knows anything about Disney Disney World knows that Walt died before it even opened so why would his body be there? You know, if anything, it would be at Disneyland. You know, the park he actually saw, you know, complete and, you know, walked around in. Like, that That one, okay. If you told me he was, you know, underneath the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, then okay, maybe there's, you know, maybe there's always a slight chance. But at Disney World? No, that doesn't make any sense. And especially nowadays, uh, I feel like that would get out pretty quick. Like, we all know the Magic Kingdom is pretty much built up like on the second floor like there's an area below it um i'm pretty sure uh cast members or workers someone would be like hey uh there's a grave over here uh with walt disney's body in it um and that's one i've never heard of really never really believed you know there were rumors that he was you know frozen or just had his head frozen um that i've heard but nothing about you know actually being buried or you know something being buried somewhere you know on Disney property that one just doesn't make any sense to me I still got a couple other smaller myths here um, one of them at the Magic Kingdom Space Mountain I remember uh, hearing a myth 
uh, especially when I was younger, that someone got decapitated while riding Space Mountain. Now, if you've been on this, um, you can kind of see where this would come from. You know, when you're riding Space Mountain, uh, it definitely seems like the the track is like close together. Like I'm six foot six, six seven. So like if I were to put my arms up on Space Mountain, I'm pretty sure bad things would happen. Um, so I could kind of see where the the myth uh, would come from. You know, there's points in that ride where I'm ducking because I'm scared. You know, um, and I'm sure there's been some people taller than me. Uh, that have ridden it, but that's probably where it comes from. Urban legend, uh, you know, someone getting decapitated on Space Mountain. Pretty sure we would have heard of that if it really did happen. And another one, too. This one was a little more popular. I did kind of see it um, in a couple articles, but uh, the myth is that one of the singing busts at the Haunted Mansion is Walt Disney. Now, it's it's not Walt. It definitely looks like him, Um you know, it's a, it's an older guy with a mustache, but it's like a cement bust, so it can kind of be kind of confused for a lot of different people, and people just always kind of assumed that it was Walt because it's Disney. Um, I, I could be wrong, but I think that, the one that people get it confused with, I think that's the same actor, or the same voice actor, who used to do the voice for the Tony the Tiger uh, from the Frosted Flakes commercial. I could be wrong, um, could be a different one, but... You know, that one I've seen a couple times. I remember, I always believed it too. Like when we used to ride the ride, I always just assumed that it was Walt. Uh, and it wasn't until I was older that I found out that it wasn't. But just two more kind of smaller myths. You know, there's not there's not a crazy amount anymore. Because, you know, this day and age of social media and technology and the internet, like you can pretty much debunk myths pretty easily, you know. There's really not much mystery to anything anymore. Um, but there's some popular ones pretty much all the ones I have for today. But before we wrap up this week's episode, I asked you guys on Instagram, I put up a story. Um, I didn't want to make it too specific because it's kind of, uh, you know, kind of a, a tough topic to get you know, a wide variety because I feel like we're all going to kind of post the same ones. Um, but I put a post on Instagram asking you guys, what are some good Disney World myths? And of course, got some good ones. And I kind of left it open. There's, we got, I got a lot of creative uh, answers here. So we're going to go through some of them now. So this first one is from Andrew J. Volker. He says, Walt's frozen body is under the Magic Kingdom. So there's one we talked about. You know, the, the myth that, uh, well, kind of two myths in one here. One, that Walt is buried at Disney World under the Magic Kingdom. And two, that he was frozen uh, and his frozen body was placed there. But I just, you know, it, it sounds cool. Um, but I just, I have a hard time believing this one. Matthew, Matthew J. Trask says, bad behaving kids stay in It's a Small World Forever. Yes. Where did this come? Is this from The Simpsons or Family Guy? Because I've heard that. I, th- I think I want to say this sounds like a Simpsons joke. Um, bad behaving kids get to stay in Small World Forever. It might be Family Guy, but I'm pretty sure it's something like that. Because I've heard of this one for sure. Um, cursed P 33 says Walt being frozen. Yep. We talked about that one. You know, maybe he was frozen. Maybe he isn't. Um, I don't know. The technology back in the sixties isn't what it was, you know, now or, you know, later on. So, uh, if he was frozen, I, I think we would know for sure by now, but I, I mean, who knows, right? Who knows? Uh, this next one is from adventures of Max and Greg. 
He put two here. One, the castle comes apart and stores under the Magic Kingdom, kinda. Uh, so that one, yeah, kind of, kind of the similar, similar vein of what I, what I said earlier about how the castle can get kind of dismantled and, and taken apart like a puzzle and just put it back together when they're done. You know, kind of just store it underground, you know, for those bad hurricanes. Um, and the second one he posted, it's just for kids. Yes, that is a myth, because I love Disney. I'm not a kid, so. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of us, pretty much my entire episode on Disney adults, we talk about this. Um, yeah, it, it is a myth. That's a good one that it's just for kids. Um, got a couple here from Fit Maris. You guys should check her out. That's my fiance. She's participating. Uh, she got a pretty good Instagram page, uh, fitness inspired. It's Fit Maris, F-I-T-M-A-R-I-S-S-S. Uh, she posts a lot of cool stuff, a lot of workouts, nutrition stuff. She knows her... Th- she knows her stuff, so if you're interested in fitness as well as Disney, uh, you can check out her page. She said that's just for kids, so yes, definitely a myth because we love it. You know, we're a Disney adult couple, and we love going to Disney. And she also said that it's comparable to Six Flags. Yes, that is a that's a huge myth. I hate man. Uh, this one, this one gets kind of gets me going. Like, I think I talked about it in the Disney adult episode too. Like, people just don't get it. They just think it's a theme park with rides and. You know, maybe they don't like it as much because the they don't have just straight roller coasters like Six Flags does. But you know, I'm here in Illinois. We we have Six Flags Great America. Uh, it's been around a long time. Like they have some legit roller coasters there. And you know, for a while there, I would go with my buddies and just ride coasters and stuff. And I always thought it was cool. But the whole time, even when I'm like 18, 19 years old, like cool guy, hanging out at Six Flags, riding roller coasters, like I remember standing in line and like seeing garbage on the ground and things and like stuff in line was broken and faded. And I was like, oh, this is not, this is not Disney. Uh, so, yes, that's a big myth that it can be compared to Six Flags. Now, for the rest of this episode, I'm going to be recording uh from my car driving in traffic so i apologize for audio issues uh it just started to rain as well so you may hear rain and windshield wipers uh here in chicago what is this today april 6th it is 39 degrees and rainy it's been raining for like seven straight days so bear with me guys i'm sorry about that but for our last one this one was sent in by darth dagan uh, the turkey legs are made from emus. Now, when I first read this, I was like, what? Think out loud. I was like, what? Um, but then after thinking about it, I feel like I have heard that uh, before. I've heard that myth somewhere before, uh, and I'm not sure where. I feel like that's not one that would show up in, a, in an official like Walt Disney World uh, trivia book or anything like that. Uh, maybe there's like an abundance of emus down in Florida I'm uh, unaware of, but um, I really hope that's not the case. You know, not that I get turkey legs that often. I have had them in the past, but uh, I would just like to think that it's just really big turkeys. Uh, but that's the last one. Like I said, this one, you know, a little bit harder uh, to kind of come up with ones. Uh, so I wasn't really expecting a, a whole bunch of uh, submissions here, but um, thank you guys as always for participating. Um, I like to post the stories on my Instagram. Usually, um, you know, usually it's like a, a more broader question, uh, but this one, this one is good enough. Got some fun ones, got some uh, interesting ones. Uh, but that about wraps up 
this episode. Uh, my favorite Disney World myths. You know, you could, I could probably do an entire, you know, episode on Disney World rumors as well. Because, you know, there's, there's kind of like a fine line between myths and rumors. Um, I would like to do uh, an episode all about Disney World rumors because... When I think of rumors, I think of, like, park changes. You know, not myths. Myths are, like, urban legends. Like, park changes and, like, you know... Uh, like, when when the the rumors were coming out about Splash Mountain being rethemed, you know, at first, everyone was like, oh, you know, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And then, you know, Disney kind of comes out and says, yeah, it's going to be rethemed to Princess and the Frog. You know, there's been rumors about changing Rock and Roller Coaster... Uh, the Tomorrowland Speedway, you know, a whole bunch. So in the future, definitely would like to do an episode all about my favorite Disney World rumors. But as always, guys, thank you for stopping by and listening. Again, I got to plug everything. Follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today. It's all one word. If you want, do me a huge favor. Check out my fiance's Instagram page, FitMaris, F-I-T-M-A-R-I-S-S-S. Uh, if you do end up following her, uh, do me a favor, send her a message saying that you found her um, from her fiance's uh, Disney World podcast. That would uh, <laughs> that'd be fun uh, so I can brag about getting her some followers. Um, if you can too, leave me a rating and a review. Uh, you know, a lot of sites you really can't. I know on like Spotify and Breaker and stuff, you can subscribe, that helps as well. Uh, but if you're listening on your iPhone or an Apple product, Head over to you know where you listen to this the um, you know the podcast app. If you search Disney World today, it's all one word, um, and search it and click on my my page, click on my album art. It'll kind of take you um, to my homepage. Uh, if you scroll down, you'll see a bunch of like ratings and reviews, and there you can um, you know leave me one, and I uh, re- would really much appreciate it. So I mentioned earlier how um, when the reviews get posted, it's not like instantly. So I checked earlier this week uh, when I started recording uh, and there weren't any new ones. And then luckily I checked today and there there was a new one. This one is from Stacy Forns or Fornis. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, Stacy has sent in uh, some questions before. Um, I recognize you from Instagram. So thank you for leaving a review. Stacy writes... My weekly ritual. We're huge Disney fans. This podcast gives me my weekly dose of Disney. My coworkers listen to it too since it's my Wednesday ritual as soon as I walk in. It gets everyone talking, reminiscing, and excited for future Disney planning. Thanks for contributing your podcast to bring a little more magic to our work week. We look forward to it next week. Well, thank you for the kind words, Stacey, and your coworkers. Thank you guys for listening. So, if you guys are listening right now, happy Wednesday. Uh, this is how I look at Wednesday's pretty much Thursday, which is pretty much Friday, which is pretty much the weekend. So you guys, halfway there. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are the best. Um, I'm glad I could be part of your your weekly routine. You know, I'm glad I can uh, you know bring a little Disney magic to the workday. You know, I know how work can be sometimes. I'm sure we all can use a little uh, you know a little extra Disney magic during the week. So. Thanks again for listening. Appreciate the review. And that's pretty much everything I have for this episode. Again, if you can, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today. My DMs are always open. If you want to, you know, talk Disney, suggestions for the podcast, suggestion for episodes, questions, pretty much anything. 
My DMs are always open. I respond to all of them. And if you can, again, please leave a rating, a review, a subscribe. Anything helps. Just trying to get more ears and listens on this podcast. Until next week, guys, always remember, it all started with a mouse.